Welcome to the Joy Bruce Audio Podcast. Lady Reverend Dr. Joy Bruce is a blessed daughter of Bishop Dyke Mills and the pastor of the First Love Church Adiasi. These messages contain practical wisdom that will transform you and provide focus and direction for your life. Listen and be blessed as she shares with you wisdom from the Word of God. Put your hands together for the Lord and stand to your feet this morning. Hallelujah. Amen. Wow. Turn to your neighbor and ask your neighbor, can you preach to somebody to receive Jesus? What kind of answer are you getting? Is the person looking in the sky or looking at your face directly? Is the person looking to the left or to the right? If they are looking somewhere, somewhere, the answer is no. And tell them that that's why they are thinking, keep preaching. Keep teaching. Hallelujah. You must be able to, 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 to tell somebody about Jesus. Amen. Hey, Mr. and Mrs. Muhammad. What is in the church? <laughs> Let us pray. Father, we're so grateful to you. We thank you so much for bringing us to church this Sunday. We could have been doing so many things. Not necessarily things that would have pleased you, but you saw it fit to draw us here. As we have come, may our hearts be touched. As we have come, may our lives be affected. As we have come, may we never be the same again. As we talk about the things of yours, as we talk about Jesus and his word, have your way in us, in Jesus' name. Amen. Take your seat. Hallelujah. Amen. You are welcome to service this morning. I pray and I believe that you've been blessed this far. Amen. Hey, the amen is very small. Amen. Hey. Some of you, you have been watching football this week. Eh? Even though Ghana is not inside the World Cup, you have found a team to support. You have been shouting. You have been saying things. Now that you have come to the house of God, you have made your face straight as if you are somebody who cannot talk, like somebody who cannot shout. I don't know about you, but I'm crazy about Jesus, and I'm asking you to give him a shout. Hey. Amen. Oh, take your seats, Graham. Hallelujah. When Nigeria was playing who? Who? They were playing who? Croatia. You were jumping on your seat. And, and, and writing, you know, there are some people in my church, because of them, I don't need to watch anything. I just need to check their Facebook posts. And, and the commentary keeps me going. And so I hadn't watched them, but then I saw a certain comment Nigeria you are killing me <laughs> I saw another comment okay I said Ghana wasn't correct but Nigeria I believed in you huh? then I saw another comment so if they are going to beat you is it Croatia that you are allowed to beat you? so immediately I knew that it wasn't good at that time it was not going well that one cry you were able to shout but when you come to church Somebody told you that when you come to church, you have to put on a straight face. You have to be quiet. Ah, please, they were telling lies, okay? They were lying. If you open your Bible, you'll see that they are lying. Uh-huh. Your Bible says, shout unto God with the shout. Amen. So it's not a sin. Uh-huh. It's not a sin. And maybe you, it's football that makes you shout. Some of us, we don't have football too, so it's church that makes us shout. Uh-huh. Ask your neighbor, what makes you shout? Look, everybody shouts. Everybody, even, that, even that quiet person sitting by you as if he's an angel. I promise you, he's not an angel at all. He's a human being. Uh, amen. Something makes everybody shout. I wonder what makes you shout. Hallelujah. Amen. But we are a church of young people. And we don't have any apologies for our noise. Of late, I noticed that people are trying to make us orthodox. And trying to make us... No, it's okay to be in church and be quiet. Yeah, orthodox churches, they also have a history and they are quiet. Some of them are backslidden churches. 
some. Because when their original founders were here, they were, there was fire. Yeah. So don't be annoyed with me. It's just true. Others too, they grew up quiet. No problem. But here, we don't plan to be quiet. We don't plan at all. <laughs> How you are. <laughs> I was at a certain meeting. And at this meeting, there were a number of our bishops there. And there were a number of us there. There was this young man. Every time I saw this guy, he was quiet. So I always thought he was a quiet person. Then at a point in the meeting, we the younger pastors were given some work to do. And then the bishops went out. And I saw this brother. Hey! I forgot all I was going to do. I was just watching him. Sana! Sana, there's another side of you. It's when you come into the presence of some people that you are there and you are quiet. And some of you are like that. You are not real with God at all. The real you is ta 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 But when you come into church, somehow you think that you are fooling God. I came to inform you this morning. He saw you shouting last night. He saw you screaming the day before. He saw you playing the fool. He knows who you are. Yeah. He knows who you really are. Uh-huh. So it's time to just get real with God. Amen. Are you there? I don't even know why I'm saying what I'm saying because it's not part of my preaching. But I believe that it's a message that has to be heard. Yeah. That's why we dance in church. The other day some people were passing and they insulted me. Uh, oh, don't worry. It's not a problem. It happens regularly. <laughs> the Bible says, Woe betide you if all men have peace with you. So what kind of church is that? They even dance in the church. Where should we go and dance? Let me ask you. Meanwhile, as you are passing and you are criticizing us, then you, under cover of darkness, you go to places you shouldn't go. That's where you go and dance. No, we, we will do it here. We will do it here. Eh, we will do it here. We are not shy. You want to put on your cloak of pretense. Uh-huh. Do as if you are correct. And then you go. And then you go to places. And you go to corners. I'm not going to any corner. This is my corner. Yeah, this is our place. Hallelujah. <laughs> you haven't read your Bible well. Dancing is inside. Hey. Please, let's come back on course. Amen. That's why are the fans also on holiday. They are there for a purpose. We've been talking about backsliding for the past few weeks. This is our third week. And, you know, many of us have served God in a stronger capacity before. And there are things that can take you down. Some of you, you were very hot for the Lord and you were working until you started to work. When you were younger and you were a student, you were on fire for God. Then you started working. And when you started working and it was a different scheme of things and more difficult, now you became cold. I haven't mentioned your name. Amen. Are you there? Others, you are students. You try and you serve God. Then holiday comes. And when holiday comes, there's no timetable, regimented, something, 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 something. So you are just there. When it's time to pray, you say that, oh, I have the whole day. So I can, I can continue. I can do it later. Before you are aware, night has come. No prayer. By the time it has happened for two weeks, you are not you anymore. You are a backslidden version of you. Some of you also, you are serving God, hot after God, loving God, until a certain lady or a certain gentleman ended your life. Entered into your life. Please, before I preach, let me say something here. There is no lady and there is no gentleman worth going to hell for. None. Nobody. Remember it. Uh-huh. Remember it. Uh-huh. Are you there? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Nobody. I was recently talking to somebody. The person had been really hurt by somebody. And the person told me, said, I have forgiven because I made a decision that that person, I won't go to hell because of him. Because when you don't forgive, what happens? You for, God forgives you as you forgive. So when you don't forgive, your sins are now piled there because God can't forgive you. That means therefore, comma, whatever you choose to think. So as he thought about it, he said, no, 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 the person has hurt me, mom, but I will leave it because such a person will not take me to hell. 
Yeah. I thought it was a very interesting way of trying to get over something. Are you with me? He said, no, let me leave it. Let me leave it. Hallelujah. So we've been talking about backsliding as something. Some of you are here, you know, I feel so much for my midwives who come for their uh, sandwich course. Because the intensity is wild. The cause is wild. You have left home. So many things pushing you. So if you don't watch out in the middle of that pressure, how your life with God used to be, it no longer is. Just under pressure. Is it true or is it not true? Hey! When you wake up, assignment. Tomorrow, exam. Next day, test. Phone call from home. Children are not well. Uh, what again? Uh, um, brokenness. Uh, what? Presentation. Group discussions. Hey! In the middle of that soup, you can just lose your footing and forget who God is. And that's why we are talking a lot this month about backsliding. Just say, watch out. Don't backslide. Two weeks ago we talked about it. The first thing we talked about was shallowness. I was talking about the causes. What makes you backslide? You see, I have given you the physical situations. But those physical situations happen because of some spiritual situations. Are you understanding me? If the spiritual things are in place, you will be able to overcome. You will not backslide in spite of the physical difficulty. Amen. So I shared with you, first of all, I said shallowness was one of the reasons. To be shallow, you are not deep in God. And we use as our as scripture, Exodus chapter 32, the children of Israel who had experienced so much. And yet, as soon as Moses was out of their view, because they were not deep into God and deep into the things of God, they backslid. Amen. That's why if you are a parent here and your children want to go to church, I beg you, allow them to go. Uh-huh. One would have thought that as a parent, when you hear the person saying, that, Mommy, I want to go to church. Daddy, I want to go. You would have thought the parents will agree. But many parents would stand it. Be careful as you would stand it. Your children go and get involved in something else. But the depth will only come when they are deep into the things of God. And as young people, that comes by several ways. Not just what they read, who they are with, where they go to church, what they learn. Amen. So allow them to get deep into it. Young people would be deep into something. If it is not God, it will be something else. I don't know. This morning, I mean, the spirit just carried because all these things are not in my notes. Amen. So you want, you see, many people, they want you to be shallow with God. A shallowness with God, it means that you and God only Sunday church. As for that one, even Satan was doing. Oh, cry. Oh, please. In the book of Job, the Bible says that God was calling his sons, and when he called his sons, Satan came. That's for attending a meeting, Satan can do. It's not hard at all. I will not be surprised if he's sitting on the chair by you. Hey, touch your neighbor and say, neighbor, hey, who? Between us or is this you? Hey! <laughs> Don't be offended. That is the scripture. God was having a meeting with his son. When his son, when the angels arrived, Satan too came. In heaven. How much more here? If your neighbor is sleeping, tell him that I'm sure he's on your shoulder. <laughs> they must see him on your shoulder. <laughs> So we dealt with that. We talked a lot about shallowness. The second thing I said was emptiness. Emptiness. If you are a Christian and you are empty, empty of the word, empty of the Holy Spirit, empty of prayer, as you are empty, nature abhors a vacuum. Yeah. That means, you see, what does it mean? We learned it in science class. So if there's nothing there, something will fill it. Uh-huh. So when you are there, we use a scripture from Matthew chapter 12, where Jesus himself taught. He said that, look, somebody can have an evil spirit there. When the spirit is cast out, and nothing is put there, so you don't develop your life with God, you don't give your life to Jesus, you don't develop your life with the word, you don't walk with the Holy Ghost, after roaming around, your demon will return. The part that pained me was that he said, the devil will say, I'll go to my house. Ah! You a human being, you know, the devil say that, that how? Oh, oh, come on. It doesn't respect. <laughs> ah, just look at your neighbor. Just look at how you are now. Do you look like a house, my demon? Come on. But that's what Jesus said. It was Jesus who said that the demon would say, let me go back to my house. And when he comes and he finds out that you have swept the house, 
But that means everything has been cleared of this free space. Then you say, ah, my evil brothers, they should come and keep me company here. And the Bible says he goes to bring seven more. What has happened? You desire to be free, but you left the house empty. Some of you, that is why your struggle with pornography is still going on. Yeah, because the house was swept clean as you went to pray for deliverance. Swept clean. But after being swept clean, you put nothing there. You put nothing there. And so it came back. Are you there? So what should you put there? And in Acts chapter 6 and verse 5, we were shown an example of what you can be full of. Hallelujah. It talks about Stephen, a man of God, and he says he was full of faith. The Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. What have you been listening to? Is it a question? What have you been listening to? Some of you, if I take your phone right now, and I look for the music app, and I press it, what will I hear? What will I hear? If I pay you a visit to your house, and I say, oh, I have an hour and a half to just chill. I'm waiting. Can we watch something? And I say, just go to yourself and take out a CD or something. And just flood it in and let, let us watch. Hey, what will I see? Oh, la la. Chatawale's video. Then that's what's in you. Then that's what's in you. I want to ask you. Whether when the demon returns and he sees the Shatawale video inside, will he stay or go? It's a question. I don't plan to answer the question for you. I've left it for you. I've left it for you. Yeah. I've left it. Faith comes by hearing. Fear also comes by hearing. Doubt also comes by hearing. Some of you, you used to believe God. Doubt has entered into you because of the people who surround you and what they say. When you say that, I'm praying about this. Ah, so that's what? Look, the Bible says, God helps those who help themselves. Give them a Bible, they should open that scripture and show it to us. You have surrounded yourself by unbelievers. Some months ago, there was a whole social media nonsense about tithing. And I was so bored. I said, look at unbelievers talking. Shut your mouth if you don't know the scripture. If you have decided not to follow God, don't follow him. But as I'm following, leave me in peace. But you, because when you listen to them, you will stop paying your tithe. They will feed doubt to you. Oh, the pastors is because they want money. Don't let me start on that one. Don't let me start. What was your offering this morning? If I was looking for money, are you the one I'll come to? Don't start. Oh, Pastor, we're not talking about you. We're talking, don't even start. You are a lying wonder. Yeah. Oh, you see, people will be telling like that God did not ask you to judge his men, He gave you a simple scripture. Will a man rob God? And you say, how have I robbed you? And he says, in tithes and in offerings. You are cursed with a curse. So the thing that's why you say, curse, you are brought in also. Don't come and listen. But you see, by the time they finish talking, you believe them. You believe them. Ah, your pastor, that dress is our offering. <laughs> wow. Are you there? Yeah. So those things also come by what you hear. You must be careful what you hear. Some of you, you have been feeding on rubbish. Things you will not eat if you could see them with your eye. You eat them spiritually by what you open yourself up to. By what you hear all the time. And then you wonder why you are so heavy laden. And why you are so down. If you want to be depressed, continue to leave your TV on. Continue. If you want to be depressed, continue to leave your FM on. Oh, I'm preaching. Are you saying that when you shut up and listen to the news, I will give you a knock. 
when you finish listening to the news, because you must know what's going on, you switch off. If you keep the thing on, what happens? You begin to hear every clown, every idiot, every something. You see, and it has an effect. Why do you think many Ghanaians think that Ghana is a bad place to be? It's what you hear. They say what? It has not worked for the past 50 years. We are here. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. The people who say their economy is working, do you know that the U.S., they shut down their government one of these days? Was it two years ago? As we are here, our economy that is not working, we have never shut it down. So are you saying that they are right? I am not saying that they are right. But if you want to sit down and listen to the prosecution of every criminal, of which there are more than we can carry, by the time you are done, your faith, your happiness, your everything is gone. Everything. Did you see the face of those who went to watch the Anas video when they were coming out? Look, when they finished watching, as they came out, disappointment, depression, Oh, you didn't see it, you see? They couldn't believe... We know that we are not correct. Look, turn to your neighbor and say, we all know that. Look, we are not correct. We are not correct. We know. But did you know that we were that not correct? So as they came up, you could see bewilderment. And you could see... So, 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 how we come up? Listen, I prefer to open my scripture and talk to God about it. When I talk to him about it, I see him making a difference. Yeah. After all, even you are in church this morning. Wow. Hallelujah. Amen. So fill your life, your time. Fill it with good things. You want to be rich? Look for the scripture. Yeah. For the scripture. Don't listen to any. Look for the scripture. There's a scripture there. Hey. Hmm. Amen. Are you in the house or you are not in the house? Or you are annoyed with me this morning? <laughs> if you are a believer, your book of law, your book of rule, your guide of life is the word of God written by the Holy Spirit. If you will bother to open it, and if you will bother to sit by it and study it, you will come out of the things that you are in. Hey. Oh. Uh, are you in the house or you have traveled? Yeah. Let me read just two scriptures to you, then I'll continue preaching. Because we're talking about emptiness. Habakkuk chapter 2 and verse 1. The man was saying something. I will stand upon my watch and set me upon the tower. That I'm going to pray. And, and I will watch to see what he, what God, I will watch to see what he will say to me. Oh, you don't see it. I will watch to see. You are watching some wrong things. How are you going to know the progress of your life or which way to go? If you will not take some time to ask God about it, God, what are you saying? Some of you who are sitting here, you have been trying to finish your project since when? Have you gone to ask him what he will say about it? It's just a question. As you are here with your broke pocket, have you gone to see what he will say about it? Are you aware of Mark chapter 11 and verse 23 and 24? Do you know that scripture? Hmm. I should go there, you see. You carry me on another tangent. Mark eleven twenty-three. It says what? If you say to this mountain, be thou removed. And he says, don't doubt in your heart. If you say, be thou removed, and you do not doubt in your heart, it will be done for you. So what's the mountain? That's whatever you are facing. But you didn't go to the scripture to see. And when you saw it cry, you were rather listening to Shatawali. Or you were listening, sorry, I don't have anything against him. I don't know his music, honestly. Okay, maybe you can add Ebony. You can add whoever else. It will not help you. Then in verse 24 it says, Whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe that you shall receive and you will have them. That's the scripture. That's what it says. What is whatsoever? It's whatsoever. Hmm. Are you in the church? 
Am I talking to believers or unbelievers? This morning I feel I'm talking to unbelievers. I'm very serious about something. Because you are just sitting there just looking at it. Someone should give me 10 cities. Give me 10 cities. Someone should just give me 10 cities. Whether I return it or not, it's not a point. <laughs> that was your fear, you see. Thank you very much. So you are walking around. You don't even have an expectation of anything. And then somebody comes to you and then the person says that, Oh, would you like 10 cities? Can I get, hey, somebody says, hey. You see, you can relate to 10 cities too. The scripture that I gave you is worth more than 10 cities. But you are sitting there like, hey, don't clap. Bread that has fallen into water because you only know 10 cities. But the Lord said, whatsoever things you desire. Is it 10 cities? Is it a thousand cities? Is it a building? Is it a passing of exams? Is it a job? Is it your health? Is it what? If you believe and you ask, you will get it. But you have a smile for 10 cities. It's a scripture. You don't understand. Well, I don't know about you, but I own a house with, an, with sorry, how is this? I didn't use your type. I used scripture. And who gave me the... May the Lord double it. May you never be in want because you gave me 10 cities. God bless you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's scripture. But the believers have become unbelievers. You don't believe the word in the Bible. Sorry, number one. Some of you don't even know that it is there. That's number one. Then number two. Some who know, you think that how you tell lies, that's how God tells lies. God tells lies. Well, if you didn't think that God is telling lies, why don't you believe that scripture? Why don't you believe it? I'm asking you a question. Why don't you believe it? Whatsoever. You are 35 years old, you have no wife. Because you have been using this, your two eyes that tell lies. To look at Coca-Cola shapes. But a, a wife is a whatsoever. It's a whatsoever. Whatsoever. I don't know what you will be looking for that cannot fit into whatsoever. 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 I've driven about how many cars in my lifetime? I'm not sure I can count. I'm not sure I can count. All the cars I've driven, I never bought them. I'm standing there. Here's money. That's why I don't even use the word buy. It's not a word I use in my life. Ah, now if God is going to give it to me, I go and say, I want to buy. No, no, no. I want to have. I want to get. Yeah, I want. Yeah, I want. Whatsoever things you desire. You are sitting here, you have exams to write. It is A's that you are desiring. And so receive the A's by the scripture. Because the A's are in the whatsoever. Lord, I am desiring A's. As soon as you say that, the devil will come and stand there and say, Ah, now, your record since uh, last year, no? It is how? And you are listening to the devil and not God. It's time for you to tell the devil, I don't care. Whatsoever. My A is inside the whatsoever. Oh, yeah. Whatsoever. Whatsoever. Yeah, whatsoever. I'm talking to somebody today. Whatsoever. Oh, yeah, whatsoever. Whatsoever. Have you noticed that he didn't even say whatsoever you need? He said whatsoever you desire. You can need something, but you don't desire it. You can desire something you don't even need. But if it is a desire, a desire is a strong wanting of something. Whatsoever things you desire. What are you desiring? I'm just, you see, all this is just, I'm just opening Habakkuk chapter 2 for you small. That I want to see what he will say to me. And I'm saying to you that many of the things that you are even asking him, he has even answered already. That's what he's saying. Yeah. 
Hey, I've not been feeling well. Hey, there's a scripture. There's a scripture. There's a scripture. Hey, Charlie, I have not planned to go here at all. Hey, are you there? There's a scripture. It says that he desires that you will be in health. Do you know that scripture? Yeah. You have forgotten. Okay. Third John. Third John chapter 1 and verse 2. I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health. But look at something. Even as your soul prospers. Is the prospering of the soul that's not happening for some? Is the not knowing the scripture that's not happening for some? Why is it there? If you enter the word, your soul will prosper. It is as well. Are you there? I'm talking about backsliding. Why you are not? You see, because when you are not well, you can easily backslide, I tell you. Huh. Have you tried to believe God when you are in pain before? What? The pain in your faith will run 100 meters away, saying, Hey. So if you don't already have the scripture somewhere to go and bring it, you will just be there. But the scripture works. If God desires that you should be in hell, then this sickness is from who? Okay, let's not go there. Let's continue. Wow. Let's continue. Because this one, it was only recap. <laughs> week one was shallowness. Week two was emptiness. I'm taking you to week three. See, you see, if you would take care of some of these things there, you would do okay. You will not backslide. The third cause of backslidingness is sin. Sin. Or if you like, sinfulness. 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 Proverbs chapter 1 and verse 10 says, My son, if sinners entice thee, consent thee not. Consent thee not. Don't agree to sin. It is in the church. Hey. Liars are in the church. Ah. Hey. In fact, liars in the church. Serial liars are in the church. Thieves are in the church. If you like, take out your phone. Just leave it on the chair. Say that, oh, let me just go and uh, use the washroom and come. Your, your neighbor will be sitting. He will not even see that how the thing. <laughs> I'm talking about live things that happen. Recently, one of our churches, he didn't, the guy didn't know. You see, the stealing had reached somewhere that the pastor had decided to have a security force in the church. And he didn't know. So after he had finished his operation, he was going when somebody hooked him. He said, the phones are not for you. Bring them. He said, oh, it's only my phone. He said, you said what? He said, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Are you there? <laughs> By the time they were finished with him, Pastor Paul, the phones were how many? Are you aware of that story? Seven. On the same day, seven. One, two, three, four, five. You know what? They had joined the church as a, as a group, eh? And as the dancers were dancing, killing, 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 killing. They were dancing. Not then that they were dancing. Then there were those who were shopping in people's in people's bags. Don't bring it here. Because me, I don't have any security force. I only have maps. If you steal from the church, you will not live to shop it. I said, I don't have a, I don't have a defense. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. I only have what? That's all I have. I only have a mouth. Yeah, so don't worry, your phone is safe. But it is true. When you are going, ladies, what I'm saying is not true. You are going to the washroom, Charlie, you have to carry your bag. Eh? If you came with a bag here and what, Charlie? Then you enter there, you'll be looking for where to put the, oh man, because there are even thieves in the church. Because we don't think sin is anything. Yeah. We have decided that fornication is not a sin. 
Christ is a sin, please. Mm, it's a sin. Some of you, your eyes are already going to start this, like this, like this. JSS 3, you're already sleeping around. SHS 2, you already have a boyfriend, girlfriend. You are here, that's why I'm talking to you. Yeah. You're already shaking your waist that you don't have. Already moving your, already moving your boobs that are not yet there. But the Bible calls it, wait oh, the world accepts it. The world accepts it. But you didn't know that the Bible says that if you love, what, friendship with the world is enmity with God. So you have made God your enemy. God, he's not looking for enemies though. You have made him your enemy. I'm talking about sin. That's why you are backsliding. That's why you are backsliding. And it's in the, you see how you are quiet? It's in the church. Mm. And because of that, because of the sin, no? when you come to church and a hot Holy Ghost message is being preached, you are bored. This is your bottom. You don't like the Holy Ghost. And you don't like hot sermons. Recently, when the uh, what prince and princess of whatever were getting married. They made the mistake of inviting <laughs> the man, eh? Look, he's an Anglican preacher. Full of the Holy Ghost. The man wins souls for fun. Then you have gone to call this man to come and preach. Yeah, he was invited by the, the princess. She actually invited him. You should have seen the interesting commentary. Well, first of all, you should have seen the faces of the backsliders in the room. <laughs> 30 minutes sermon. Come and see comments. But you should know that this is not where the sermon is too long. Oh, but does it not sound like you? around they refuse to go i will suck them so i can have people standing at the gate out out <laughs> go and learn out out <laughs> but when sin has made itself your companion number one coming to church is very difficult so unless somebody calls you when it is even wild, you put off your phone because you know at this particular time that's when they are going to call you. When you finally answer, yes. Okay. Oh, I can't come today. Oh, but please, why can't you come? My mother says, don't bring yourself. Don't bring yourself. Don't bring yourself. Ha! When you were testing that guy, jumping that wall, going to that nightclub, what did your mother say? What did she say? Don't bring yourself at all. I don't accept that excuse. I don't accept it. I don't accept it. Ah, I don't accept it. Oh, I'm going to your mother's church. When did they even know you were not coming to church? Did anybody call you? Did anybody visit you? Did anybody pray over your soul? Today that you have a shepherd who is praying over you, somebody who is calling you, somebody who cares whether you come to church or not, you said what? You said what? Don't even start. Don't even start. Hey, why, Pastor, you bought, I bought beer. I bought beer. Ah, I bought beer. Do you know the number of people in this world holding good phones? iPhone 8. Nobody is calling. 
And those who are calling are only calling to demand money. They are only calling to ask for something. They are only to try to take something from you. And you have somebody who is calling because they care what happens to your soul. And then you say, oh, I'm going to a... You are going to a funeral. You didn't know that yours is coming soon. Panza, are you kidding? Please don't start. All of us will go one day. It's only the day we don't know. But as for the going, we know that it will come. When somebody told Jesus, I'm going to bury my whatever, Jesus told him, let the dead bury their dead. And you, live man, live woman, you cannot tell me that you alone have important funerals every week. What, what are you saying? What are you saying? We all know that we have cross funerals we must go to. But you, your mother's father, sister's brother, uncle's daughter, child, you gotta go. Your in-laws, 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 husband, wife, child, and you gotta go. What's wrong with you? As for that one, you are never short of money, you are able to go. I'm working it there. Because I've come to see that the Christians are playing the fool. You are playing the fool. You are playing the fool. And then when you are done, then you've got a problem and then you say, God does not answer. Why should he answer you? Did he send you there? When he's calling, did you answer? When he sent his servant to you, did you answer? Oh, I bought. I I am bored at the useless, phlegmatic Christianity that we call Christianity. Useless thing. Useless. Jesus came all the way from heaven to die for us. And look at us. Look at us. Christians who don't even know the word. You cannot even tell one soul, one human being about Jesus. What's your use, Christian? What's your use? Eh, Azariah the pastor is insulting us. Hey, let me open for you, John the Baptist insult. Then you will understand what I'm insulting. Let me open for you, Jesus Christ insult. You then you will know what insults are. Oh yeah, I've not insulted you yet. I'm only telling you the truth. Yeah. When the, the soldiers went to see John the Baptist, he said, Ha, huh, you brood of vipers. In other words, you snakes. Who told you you should come and repent? Who called you? When Jesus met them, Matthew 23, go and read it. He told them, he called them white sepulchers. That's a grave. So you are like a tomb. Clean on the outside, stinking on the inside. Don't you start. Somebody must begin to tell the truth. Me, I am sick and tired of this wishy-washy Christianity. Huh? When somebody knocks on your door, or when somebody calls you, before your phone, the phone has pick it. Hello. Oh yes, please. I'll be coming. Please. What time are you coming for me? That's the way a proper Christian answers. A proper Christian says, "Thank you very much. Thank you for calling me. Hey, you should hear the excuses I hear. Unbelievable excuses. I have an assignment. If God did not give you eyes to read." Will you finish? The school that you entered, have you not seen people who had what you had? They didn't, they are not in school. Don't start. Don't start. Oh, yeah. Um, you see? You see? You people say. The way that when you are coming to the church, you are church, you take a long time, eh? We are not able to do... You are not able to what? <laughs> How much time do you spend watching football? You see, if God doesn't help you, eh? I said, if God doesn't help you, who will help you? If God, if God does not help you, do you have the ability to sit on a VIP from Kumasi and arrive live in Accra? 
just this past week, just this week, I prayed with one of my leaders on, on, on Tuesday morning. Five o'clock, I sent him a prayer. I said, Mommy, I'm going. I just sent him a prayer. As he was going, they didn't reach that car. Then I saw my son going. He said, Mommy, I just watched it. I, I just ahead of us. Oh. The VIP, please give him the microphone. He's right here. Give it to him. Then you say, You are going to a car. Your ability to arrive. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Amen. I was supposed to go for the leaders' camp. A bit louder, please. Give him volume. I was supposed to go for the leaders' camp on Tuesday. But because of certain reasons... You just gave us the... <laughs> so, on Wednesday morning, I was going for the leaders' camp and I tested mommy that I'm going for the camp. Mommy sent me a prayer. Safety all the way. And I said, Amen. So, like, just a few minutes, we saw this two VIP buses. One was a company bus and one was a VIP and it was very terrible. I mean, a lot of people heads have been cracked, arms gone away, so many things. Very, very he terrible. He sent me a picture from the window. Yeah. As he was sitting in the window, just showing me, mommy, look at it. It has just happened. And you are here. And you will come to church because you are going to Accra. Who told you you are right? Who told you? This very same week, another one was coming. That one, it crashed into a truck with iron rods. I don't want to think about it. I don't even want to think about it. We have the second most dangerous road in the entire world. And yet we go and we come and we go and we come. Even some have had accidents and survived by the grace of Almighty God. And when that Almighty God says, I am calling you for a service, then your Ahutra has come. Hey! What are you about? Children of God, what are you about? Hey! Sit down, sit down. I'm preaching. Oh, today there is you know that I'm on. Yeah. Are you there? And pastor, so move on from the point. I won't move. I'm here. I won't move from the point. I'm right on this point. Yeah. I'm right on this point. Some of you crying with the church coming, Uka. It's not every Sunday can we thank God. Over by a three weeks holiday. <laughs> I pray God will open your eyes. Because when your eye is open, you will see what the devil is about to do. No, it's, I'm very serious about something. I'm very serious about something. It's not a joke at all. It is just his grace that causes, he allows us not to see. One day I was talking to God, you see, occasionally I see things and I was saying, thinking to myself that, oh, if I could see more, it will help the prayer to flow. So I said, oh Lord, I open my eyes, I want to see more. Then the Holy Ghost, can you stand it? I said, oh, but how? How can I not stand it? He opened it. It was not more than three seconds. I promise you. I said, I beg you. I beg you, close it. I don't want to see. It's okay. As I said, I was on a road. Somebody passed. When I looked, something on the head was walking after the person like that. I saw the, I said, please, no, it's okay. Hey, I can't walk in this way. He said, I'll be walking and I'll be seeing, seeing things. No, 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 it's okay. Yeah, you have no idea. You have no idea. I said, you have no idea. Some of the things that are happening to you, they are not physical things. And it's not to make you afraid. It's not to make you go and chase an uncircumcised Philistine who is calling himself a false prophet. I'm telling you this to respect the word of God you have. And understand what you have. And be serious about it and practice it. Yeah. When you meet a real prophet, you enjoy it. But many of you are chasing these people who are saying, bring some money, I pray for you. It's not real. Come and buy some red oil. No, no, no. Read your Bible. It is there. Read your Bible. Yeah. Read your Bible. It is there. Believe the word of God. It is there. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm saying? It looks physical. It's not physical. I traveled one time. This is a story many years ago, but it strikes me often. I traveled. I got to the place where I was going on a Sunday. When I arrived, I got there and I had a shower and went straight to church. I didn't have time to eat or anything like that. I got back to the house in the night. In the middle of the night, suddenly, my tummy, hey, running tummy back and forth. I said, ah, but I don't like plain food, so I didn't eat anything. This whole day, I've not eaten anything as I've come to sleep. What is this? It will pass. If it is, you know, that's Sunday night. Monday. Monday night. Tuesday. I said, ah. And I'm talking about crippling something. That you are just going 
I don't understand. By Wednesday morning, the person I was staying with said, Hey, no, the way it is, it is now, you need some medical help. I said, In this your country, uh, how much is the consultation? Not drago, just the consultation. <clears throat> if I calculate them, to see the doctor, not that they have, if I con- convert their money, it's 300 Ghana. I said, No, 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 Ghana, man. I should go to the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Not for the drago. If I come and sit down here, doctor is here. The payment is three hundred. I've not. You have not done any test. No prescription. Just two. I said, Oh no 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 no. So by Wednesday night, I said I had some few units. I had put my phone on roaming, and I called Lady Rebecca. I said, What is happening here? I don't know. But I think <laughs> some prayer. So we started to pray. I, I slept. With my door open so I can reach the washroom in time. <laughs> Remember that at 19, my last meal was Saturday. We are now Wednesday evening. Wednesday night. Yeah. So you should see that there's nothing there to even. Yeah. In the night, hey, again. I came back to my room and I opened the door. There. There. What was there? Well, that's what I'm saying. God should open your eyes. I said, hey! You because, listen, if it was your room, I'm here now and I gave my date. We can't share the room. In Jesus' name. Out. I will open the door. However you enter, that's how you are exiting. <laughs> then they finish. I climb into my bed. Covered myself, I slept. That was the end. That you, there was nothing, nothing. You too, there is some. But you are. Are you getting it? Become serious. Hold your Bible. Hey, Pastor, were you not afraid? No, why not? Because I have my Bible. And I believe it. You must believe it. You must believe the word. You must believe the word. And so sin will drive you away. Have you not noticed that when things are okay with you and that guy, you don't come to church? Are you here? Amy, all this thing that you are saying, I will not come to the church again. Don't be silly. <laughs> Because the fourth thing that can take you out of the church is foolishness. The fourth thing that will make you backslide is foolishness. The fourth thing that will make you backslide is foolishness. Proverbs 28 and 26 says, He who trusts his own heart is a fool. Yeah. The Bible has, you know, just do a study on the word foolishness. You'll be amazed. You'll be amazed that you made the inside. But... <laughs> But what do we mean by it will make you backslide? There are some things. You should see where it is going. Your relationship with the married man, you should see where it is going. It is foolishness to pursue it. It is foolishness to be engaged in it. Oh, pastor, it's not that he's the one paying my coupies because the God who provides for you, you've not drawn closer to see how he will provide. Wow. Are you there? Yeah. Foolishness has a price. It has a price. Mm. Are you there? Foolishness has a price. I'm ending. I'm ending. So why am I saying all of this to you? I'm saying it because I need you to sober up. I need you first of all to address the sin in your life. Address it. What do I mean by address it? You see there's a level of sinning that is coming from our flesh. Every morning and every evening. Father forgive me. Every word, every deed, every thought that has not matched up. Have mercy on me. It must be a constant, a prayer you pray often. Are you getting it? A prayer you pray often. I'm saying this because there are also another group of things I've not not talked about at all. Which are the less obvious ones? The ones of the heart. I've meant you, I didn't tell you. (laughs) No, you know what I'm saying. I mean, you don't see it. There's no visible sign. They are even more dangerous. Because you think they don't matter. God says they do. Yeah. Unforgiveness that you've kept in your heart. 
and you are excusing it. Bitterness that you have kept in your heart. You see, there will never be bitterness without a reason. Yeah. There is a reason. And so that is why you must go to God and seek to get free. Bitterness, if you keep it there, it will poison your life. That's why you must let go. Hey! You are going to spend your life remembering how somebody has treated you. You'll be sick. You'll be sick. Yeah. One day. A young lady was, she had visited us for a period of time. She had told me of an illness she used to have. But I had never seen it. Until that day. When I saw it, I was almost afraid. The illness continued. Very wild pain for about three or four days. And every day, before she sleeps, my husband and I would go into the room, we go and pray with her. One night, I remember it clearly because it was a Sunday night. If you are a night of pastor, Sunday night, you are very tired. It's not the time you are looking for to deliver anybody from anything. <laughs> but <laughs> that Sunday night, as we prayed, we were about to end the prayer, when suddenly, a male voice came up. She was asleep. <gasps> I won't go. I said, I won't go, I won't go, I won't go. Hey. <laughs> and there, the deliverance was on. How many are you? We are nine. <laughs> Started this one. What's your name? A name will come. It will go. This one come. A name will come. It will go. There was a last one. No matter what we did, this last killer will not go. What is your name? My name is Bitterness. She took her own. The girl was still asleep. She took her own hands and began to strangle herself. We were only two. <laughs> are you there I remember I began to pray Lord what do we do then the spirit of God said this one she allowed it in herself wake her up wake her up and tell her she has to renounce it wake her up and tell her she has to forgive her father now today is father's day you are going to pray for your father yeah I shook her awake. My husband was also there. We wake, woke her up. It was, it was a war to wake her up. You'd have saw someone, like someone who's been dragged, so you can't wake up. We had to throw water. Yeah. Finally, she woke up. We said, this is what? Hey, the struggle to renounce the bitterness. I said, the thing is holding her mouth. I said, Finally. As soon as she was able to say, bitterness, I rebuke you. Suddenly, she herself was back. And we led her to receive Christ again. Are you in the church? The hidden ones are even more dangerous. The hidden ones are even... And we ask her, what has your father done to you? I'm talking to some of you today. Some of you need to let go of that bitterness. Yeah. Hey, pastor, you don't know what my father has done. Let it go. Let it go. Because you don't know what you are about to do. It's true. When you don't let it go, you are only, you are even going to be worse. And for many of you, the thing that took your father there, he didn't have access to all that you have access to now. Yeah. Let it go. Let it go. Am I talking to somebody? So first thing, let it go. Make it right with God. Ask for some. Repent. Are you there? You are a thief, cry, repent. Next one, correct the mistake. Correct it. Correct it. If it is pornography, please delete it from your phone or your tablet. If it's your father today, you are going to call him and talk to him. Hallelujah. Correct the mistake. How do you correct it? Deal with it. Amen? Each one and what will cure it. But don't leave it there. Some of you, you are there, you have resented God. Let it end today. Decide that today is a new beginning. Decide that today is a new life with God. Decide that today I won't joke with God again. Decide that today I'm going to do my best. So help me God. We are human beings. That's why our tendency to do funny things is always there. But you're going to say as far as it lies with you, you're going to do your best. Stand to your feet this afternoon. Stand to your feet this afternoon. I believe that some of us need to make peace with God this afternoon. And so as every head is bowed, you want to talk to the Lord.
You want to ask Him to forgive you for your sins. You want to ask Him to forgive you your sins. Those things you know and those things you don't know. Those habitual things. You want to say, Lord, I'm tired of backsliding. I'm tired of... You see, backsliding is when you are doing less today than you used to do for God. That's all. If you see that you were doing less, you want to say, Lord, I'm sorry. So some of us who even seem to be doing okay, in God's eyes we backsliding because we used to do much better. You want to say, Lord, forgive me. I've seen that since I started working. Or since I started schooling. Or since I started a particular thing. Or since this friend entered my life, Lord, I've seen that my work with you has changed. I'm sorry. Just begin to pray for a few minutes for yourself. Pray for a few minutes for yourself. In the name of Jesus. Oh, lift your voice and pray. Forgive us, Lord. Every thought, every word, every deed, everything that we should not have done that we have done, every thought that we have thought that, Lord, was not, it, it was not a correct thought. Forgive us for envy, Lord. Forgive us, Lord, for lying. Forgive us. Forgive us for turning things upside down. Forgive us. Forgive us, O God. And then you want to say, Oh God, revive me again. Revive me again and let me be hot and on fire for you again. Holy Spirit, I want you to draw closer to me. Oh, fill me with that fire one more time. Help me to love prayer as I used to, oh God. Fill me, Lord. Fill me, Lord. Oh, Father, let the fire of the Holy Spirit enter your church again, O God. May we not bring to you diplomacy, O God. Oh, keep praying, keep praying. May we not bring to you a mask and unrealness. Forgive us for pretending when we come into your presence. Forgive us for pretending when we come into your house, O God. But Lord, you see the real us. You see the real us. You see the real us. Forgive us, O Lord, and fill us with a fire that can only have come from your throne. In the name of Jesus, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Talk to the Lord as though you are a believer this afternoon. Lift up your voice and speak to Him. Ask Him for mercy. Ask Him for grace. Ask Him for help from above. Ask Him to be the one who will dictate what is happening further in your life. You are standing at the crossroads. You want to just say, Lord, I hand over to you and I expect, Lord, I watch on the tower to hear what you will say to me. In the name of Jesus. Some of you who are in school and are doing the courses right now, it's not so easy, but talk to him this afternoon. Talk to him. Receive some help from above. Divine help from above. Divine understanding from above. Divine assistance. Divine strength. 
Talk to him. Talk to him this afternoon. Shaba ba 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 ndo. Kera ba da ba da ba da. E masko celebre shi masko celebenda. Raba ba 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 ndo. Shika kanda la ba 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 ba. Ori anda la ba ba ha. E kanda la bra. Kanda la ba ba. Oh yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. There's an old song just coming to my mind. Oh, nyame, We believe you have had an encounter that will change your life. Keep listening to messages by Lady Reverend Dr. Joy Bruce of the First Love Church in Diasi. For more information, live video messages and updates, please visit our Facebook page, Dr. Joy Bruce. God bless you. Oh, Joy Bruce.